Have you ever wondered if there was anything you could do outside of nursing or outside of working in healthcare where you could work from home and be able to make an income? Well, today I have Aubrey Malik back on and we are going to be talking about starting a virtual assistant business. And so this is 100% something that you can do online, that you can do around your current schedule, that you can start small, grow big, and there is really unlimited potential here. So we're gonna be diving into what is freelancing, uh, which freelancing and virtual assisting are used interchangeably, which we'll kind of go into that into the episode. And we're going to be talking about why it is a great option for nurses who are looking to make money outside of the healthcare field and what you need to do to get started. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Aubrey has been on before, like I mentioned. She's an elementary school teacher who wanted to find something where she could work from home, had the flexibility to work around her kids' schedules. And this really started when she had her first son. She wanted to find something to be able to work around their schedule and to be able to be home with them instead of keep her teaching schedule, which took her away from her babies. And so as she dove into figuring out what is this virtual assisting thing, how can I do it, she really learned as she went, which is another thing that I really love about Aubrey and how she has started from basically knowing nothing about virtual assisting to growing a business. And while virtual assisting is not 100% passive income, you can totally scale it to be a passive income business, which is exactly what Aubrey has done. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Blah. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am excited to have a guest on today who's actually been on the podcast before. Her name is Aubrey Malik, and we are going to be talking about how you can start a virtual assistant business. And Aubrey, uh, she has done this herself. She used to be an elementary school teacher, but she really wanted to have the flexibility in her job to be able to kind of create her own schedule and really just to be able to work around her kids' schedule. And so through some searching on Facebook and some mom groups, she discovered this thing called virtual assisting or freelancing. And so through that, she was able to, as she dove in and just started researching, she started her own virtual assisting business and she was able to replace her teaching salary within two months, you guys. That's amazing. 
From there, she resigned from her teaching job and she has never looked back. So Aubrey now, what she does is she helps others become freelancers and learn how to be virtual assistants. And she teaches them how to grow their online business without working all the hours, right, Aubrey? <laughs> yes, yes, that's what we're here for. We're here for flexible schedules and not working all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. And I know a lot of my nurses listening, they are just looking for something else other than the 12 hour shifts, being stuck at the hospital, working in a job that they hate. They're looking for something else outside of maybe the healthcare space to be able to bring in a, another stream of income. So it just really frees up their hours in the hospital or to maybe possibly replace their nursing salary, like you replaced your teaching salary. So if you could just start out, um, like tell us like what is freelancing and the word freelancing and virtual assisting is used interchangeably. So if you'll just kind of um, explain what it is for my listeners who may be interested in this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you pointed that out because I was going to mention that too. You'll you'll hear it different ways. Some people will call it freelancing. Some people will say virtual assistant. Um, then there's other names too for it once you really dive into it. But I'll kind of break it down for what it is. Um, and then we can we can dive into it more. So freelancing or being a virtual assistant. Um, what I like to describe to people because for some people they've never heard of this before, which is still always surprising to me. I will still get people who will say, "What's a what's a VA?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, it's being a personal assistant to another business owner, except everything that you do is virtual. It's all remote from your computer at your house. You help business owners with different tasks or projects, depending on what you want to help them with, and you charge for that. So there's a couple of different ways that you can do that. A lot of people just start out charging hourly where they say, hey, I'm going to help you for 10 hours a month, helping you with your business. Um, That could be things like helping them with their emails, with scheduling, with their calendar, with research, with data entry. There's a lot of different things that you can just get started um, with the skills that you already have. I have a lot of people who will say, oh, I don't know. I I don't feel like I know how to be a virtual assistant. I didn't know how to be a virtual assistant either, but I knew Mm -hmm. how to turn on a computer. I knew how to send an email and I knew that I could figure pretty much anything else out. So that's really how it got started. Um, and so, yeah, you, you help business owners with their business. There are so many things that it takes to run a business, you know, from things like admin to social media, to the website, to graphics that a business owner alone can't do it without probably working around the clock. And the, these business owners, they have families, they have lives that they want to do. So instead of trying to do all the things or letting things kind of fall to the bottom of their to-do list, they can outsource to a freelancer or a virtual assistant who operates as a self-employed independent contractor, as opposed to hiring a full-time or even a part-time employee where they're going to have a lot more taxes and benefits that they have to take care of, hiring someone to just come in and help them with the project at hand makes a lot of sense for business owners, especially as they're getting started. It's easier to just outsource different projects or outsource for a few hours that will free up their time. So that's kind of a rundown of what it is. And like I said, it it can start out with just being general admin or where you feel comfortable. And then as you grow and as you start to work with more clients and learn new things, you can grow your expertise and start offering services that you never even knew of before. Like me, I started out just as a general VA and then I got into writing blog posts for clients and doing their whole entire management where I was uploading to their website and creating graphics. And I knew, I didn't know any of that prior. I was a teacher. So Mm -hmm. I just learned as I went. So that's kind of a rundown about what it is and how it works and how you work with business owners. 
Yeah. And I love that you pointed out that you learned as you went. And I've mentioned this several times on the podcast before, but I think as nurses or anyone in the healthcare space and teachers too, like you go to school, you learn, you get your college degree, they teach you what you need to know in school, and then you do. So it's like you go to school and then you do the job. So anything like in the entrepreneurial space is just that you learn as you go. So for someone that might be thinking, oh, I don't know how to be a virtual assistant, it's okay because you were there too. You didn't know how to do it, but what you did have the desire for was to be able to find something where you could work from home around your kid's schedule. And so that's kind of actually how I stepped into the online space too, because I'm a nurse. I went to school to be a nurse. I didn't really know anything else to do outside of nursing, but I had a desire to work around my kid's schedule. And so that's kind of how I stepped into the online space in network marketing was to be able to have that flexibility to be able to, to work around my kid's schedule and really be present and just just have that flexibility of being able to work from home, work from my computer and do things that I didn't know how to do, but I had a willingness to do it because my why behind it was, was strong. I wanted to be home with my kids. I wanted to be able to write extra money and do something where it allowed me to have that time freedom. So I love that she pointed that out because I think we just kind of get stuck sometimes and we think that oh, I don't know how to do that. I didn't go to school for that. And so I can't do it, but that's not the case. It's just that you have to learn as you go. And then as you start to do things, I think you probably realize like, I like to do this more than I like to do this. So like for me, even with podcasting, like I love to podcast, but editing is not my favorite thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I wanted to, I could totally outsource my editing. And so I wouldn't have to deal with it. And so it's the same thing that would be on a virtual assistant basing, like our freelancing, like I could hire someone to edit my podcast or like you did, someone hired you to do their blog post and to do all of that. I love that you pointed that out. So I want to, I want you to just talk a little bit about why freelancing or virtual assisting may be a great option for moms or for nurses looking to make an income outside of healthcare. Yeah, absolutely. And I did want to touch on something that you were saying because I thought it was really important. Like, even if you do feel like I don't know how to do something, something mm -hmm. that has completely changed my perspective and outlook on things that, that anytime I walk into a situation, there's lots of different situations, not just in business, but in life that you go into and you've never done it before. Um, and tacking the word yet at the end of it can mm -hmm. really help to keep your mind open to the possibility of like, I don't know how to do this yet, yeah. but I can learn. And that really helps to kind of set the mindset in the right place because really, and, and we're, we'll talk about the tactical things. on like, how do you actually do this? But really a lot of it is with the mindset too, and really kind of setting your, your mind in the right place to be able to handle new situations, unfamiliar situations. So I just wanted mm -hmm. to, to point that out because I think that's super important too. But yes. freelancing and being a virtual assistant is a great option for, for moms, for nurses, for anybody just looking to make a little extra money because number one, it's something that you can get started relatively fast and relatively cost effective. You don't have to... Um, take out a small loan to do it. I, I have, I've talked about this on my podcast that you can get started on a limited budget. Really the only thing that you might have to pay for in the beginning is to actually register your business with your state or with your county, depending on um, what's required of you as, as a business owner, because you are, you're, you're starting a business. Um, but really a lot of the other tools and things out there, you can find free resources that you can use. So it's relatively fast to get started. Um, it's pretty cost effective too, as well. Like I, I tell people, you probably could do this for 
under 100 bucks, under 50 bucks. Um, and then the other thing is that you can start making income relatively fast too. You can start finding clients. And as opposed to some other options out there that people think about to, to sell, to make money, um, to make money from home, um, a lot of times you need a quantity, a, like a large quantity of something. So if you're selling a product or something like that, you need a large quantity in order to make um, a good amount of money. With freelancing, you probably only need four to five clients to meet some of your income goals. When I first got started, I was like, I just need to make a thousand bucks a month. Um, that was going to cover my student loan payment. And my husband's like, if you can take care of that, like we'll figure out the rest. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I did that within my very first month of getting started. I had gained three clients and they were on different hourly packages. And that right there added up to a thousand bucks. Um, another reason why it's a really great option, especially for nurses, I know that sometimes, you know, your hours are crazy. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, if you're someone who works the seven to seven shift and then you want, you have some time before you're like ready to like actually go to bed, you can do this late at night. You can do this early in the morning. You can work it around your schedule. A lot of business owners don't care when you're working. Um, they don't require that you, you know, have to be in your office from nine to five. They're just like, as long as you get this done, I don't care if you're up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. working on it. So it's a really great option for people who, you know, have crazy schedules like nurses too, to be able to get this started. Um, and you can start it slow. And that's what I have a lot of people do. Like they can start it slow, start it part-time. I usually say, if you have an extra five hours a week, you can definitely get this started because that's an extra 20 hours a month that you can start working with clients. Um, you can start it slow and then you can start to build from there. So um, lots of really gr great options. I think it's, it's also pretty risk-free. Um, you know, like I said, because it's cost effective to get started, you can get started. And if, you know, a couple of months in, you decide like, Hey, this isn't my thing. Like I've it's not what I thought it was going to be or whatever. You're not out a ton of money. You're, you might be out some of your time, but I, I always think too, like through the process of starting something new, you're always going to learn something, even if it doesn't work out. So um, yeah, lots of really great reasons why freelancing is a great option. Yeah. I think that, I mean, those are some really good points to point out because when we go into starting something that seems risky or that there's a cost involved or it doesn't seem doable or no right off the bat. But I mean, when you look at the opportunity here to be able to start small and then to be able to grow from there. So even like you said, if you started out really small and you took on one client and you started figuring things out, you're learning as you go. And then you're like, okay, I've got this. Okay. Let me take on another client. And then, so you kind of just add to your portfolio, what you can do. And as you grow, you kind of expand that. And so I love that it offers that opportunity because if someone is currently working as a nurse full-time, they're working a full-time in three twelves per week, you still have four days a week to be able to invest some time into starting this business. So if you're stuck in a job that you hate, and you're looking at your life three years from now and you're saying, there's no way I can continue to work in this job or to work in, in the healthcare field, especially with everything going on with COVID right now. It's just, I can't imagine like the overwhelm and the stress and the burnout that nurses are experiencing and who knows when it's going to end. There's no end in sight at this point, right? So if you're that nurse and you're thinking, what can I do? This is an amazing opportunity to be able to start small. You're working three 12 hour shifts. You have four entire days where you can invest in a business. You start small. And so I love that this offers growth and it allows you to start small with little investment and really the potential is endless. And so I did want to also ask you this question just because I know my listeners are probably wondering like, 
okay, this sounds really cool. This sounds really interesting. I think I could learn as I go. Like totally, I can check emails. Like I'm really creative. I could do graphics. I could do admin stuff. How would, if you wanted to get started as a virtual assistant, like how would you go about finding specific clients? Right. So here's the first thing I always tell a lot of my students that go through my program and it's, it's a big jump for them uh, because they're putting themselves out there. But I always say, say, start with your local, you know, your network, who, you mm -hmm. know, because here's the thing, even if you don't know someone who owns a business and could possibly need your help, they might know someone mm -hmm. and it's your first step to kind of start talking about it and start getting comfortable with saying like hey i'm a virtual assistant or um like i said there's other names for it so if you really like social media like you could be a social media manager or if you love um creating graphics you could be a graphic designer so there's a different you know title for what you really you know, want to claim that you are doing in your service but start talking about it. start having that be something that comes up in conversation i always say like you're going to see someone in the grocery store and if they're like hey what's new what's going on with you instead of saying like oh same old same old yeah start talking about it start having those conversations because that way when you actually do go to have a conversation with a potential client you've already practiced it you've already had that chance of kind of getting it out so you don't feel like oh my gosh i'm stumbling over my words i don't have any idea what i do i don't know what to you say. get more comfortable um, right so starting to tap into your local network you might know something every time i challenge my community members to do this to say like hey post on your personal facebook page and just say hey this is what i'm doing this is what i'm going to be offering here's my portfolio to see what i have to offer if you know of anybody that might need my help like hey send this their way or if you would just share this for me just as support to me i have people who come back and they're like oh my gosh i was so scared to do that i already have two calls booked with potential clients like i had no idea these people even needed my help so mm -hmm. starting local because the people who know you already are that much more likely to to back you up if they're recommending you to, to someone else they're you're going to have one foot in the door already so i always say start there and then the second thing once you start to branch out from there is really to think about who it is that you want to work with and then you can start to say okay if i want to work with this type of industry or people who are doing this type of business where are they hanging out um you could do local you know if there's if you have a town where there's a lot of local businesses you could do locally you could branch out into joining different facebook groups where business owners are hanging out if you want to work with someone who's more like in corporate or that type of thing you might want to check out linkedin so there's a lot of different platforms online where you can start to build relationships and i think that that's the most important thing to go into it is that you're building relationships that you're marketing your business and that you're just trying to grow your network of people that you know, because even if you have a conversation with someone and they don't end up hiring you or don't want to work with you, you having that conversation, you're in their mind. And if someone else comes to them and says, hey, I'm looking for a virtual assistant and they had a really great experience talking with you and just chatting with you, they're that much more likely to say, oh, my gosh, I just chatted with someone last week. Let me connect you with her. So mm -hmm. it's just about building relationships and growing that way. But that's usually, you know, the route that I recommend. I always say start local and then mm -hmm. start to branch out online through different social media platforms that you can use. You don't have to be on social media. I do feel like it helps to make it a little bit easier, but I, I have people who just do, you know, cold pitching through emails and they do local within their own community and they have thriving, successful businesses. Yeah. I love that aspect of it too, is that you can start locally because I think that feels less intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you're brand new to something, when you're thinking about branching out into the online world, 
it can really seem overwhelming. So if you start small or, I mean, you, you either know somebody that owns a business or you have a family member that knows somebody that owns a business that you just have to talk about it. Like you said, like, this is what I'm going to start doing. And I think that I could help with XYZ. Do they need help with social media marketing? So many people have especially I think our generation, like in your twenties and thirties, like we have so much social media knowledge that maybe an older business owner, they don't even know anything about Instagram or Facebook. So if you said, Hey, like, I mean, this is free marketing. You can hire me. I will do your social media marketing. That way you don't have to worry about it. And so just thinking of things like that, like local, I think takes the pressure off. And especially if you're talking to friends or family or whatever, and just kind of letting them know what you're going to do and why you want to do it to bring in that extra stream of income. I think that that was a great tip to be able to start there, you know, start small, start local. So those were great tips. So if someone listening wants to, they're like, okay, I'm in, I'm like, I'm really considering doing this. What do they need to do to get started? So here's what I like to tell people. I, I get this question a lot because mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, I, I don't want to come on here and be like, oh, it sounds too good to be true. But I have a lot of people who will hear me talk about being a virtual assistant, talk about my story and everything. And they're like, okay, I'm in like, what do yeah. I need to do? So I always tell people there's really two ways that you can get started. The first way is going to be super cost-effective for you. Like I said, where you're taking the time and you're researching. There's tons of free resources online, podcasts and YouTube videos and blog posts that you can go through and read up on how to get started. If you go to Google right now and type in, how do I become a VA? You're going to find tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. What I always like to tell people with that is it's just going to take you a little bit longer to get started because you're taking the time to pour through on, okay, what pieces of information do I really need to have? What's going to be pertinent to me? So that's, that's one way. The second way is to take a program or to take an online course that has already done that research for you has already poured through all the material. Um, somebody most likely who's already done the thing that you want to do and has condensed it into a program that you can go through on your own and have that information. You don't have to spend all the time searching for it. It's a lot faster way. I always like to kind of compare it to, you can either go to the gym by yourself, you're still gonna get results. Or if you go to the gym and you have a personal trainer, they're gonna help you to get results a lot faster because they've done it. They know exactly what muscles you should be working on and they know the schedule and everything like that. So those are really the two ways to get started. And there's no right or wrong here. I always just tell people, evaluate where you're at. If you're someone who kind of just wants to dip your toes in this and kind of figure it out, then maybe taking the time to research it and do that on your own is a great option. Or if you're someone who's like, Hey, I need to get started ASAP. I'm ready to get out of my job. Like I need to know, I condense the time for me. I don't mm -hmm. want it to take months. I want it to take weeks or days. Um, so if you're that person, then maybe taking a course or a program is a good option for you. So that's always what I like to tell people. And then like, I, I always say, there's no right or wrong here. It's just you figuring out what's going to be best for you with your personality, the type of learner that you are, and then make that decision and go from there. Yeah. And I can totally relate to that through this podcast. So Aubrey and I both have taken the same podcasting course and it condensed everything. It laid out everything. I mean, everything from your equipment to where to host your podcast to how to title your, I mean, like literally everything was laid out. And so I'm that type of person. I want everything right there condensed and I want to be able to go through it at my own pace. I don't want to like, for me, I get overwhelmed. Like if it's too much info, it's information overload. And I'm like, whoa, that's way too much. And it's like, I get paralyzed. Whereas mm -hmm. if it's laid out, condensed, everything is right there. I have an outline. I have a plan. I can go through it and just digest it at my, you know, at my own pace. And I'm not 
overloaded, consumed with YouTube videos and all the things that everybody has their opinion on. And so I know for me, the online course was definitely the way to go. I mean, I think I launched my podcast in two months. I think I had everything outlined, everything ready to go. And my first couple of episodes recorded. And so really, if I were to have done that on my own, who knows how long I probably would still be doing research. <laughs> So right. yes, I definitely think that for my personality, the online course and having everything just laid out for me just helped tremendously and saved me like tons of time. So yeah, I do want to move into talking about you actually have an online course that helps people go through being a virtual assistant in the online space that's called the prep. So can you kind of explain to us what the prep is and who it's for? Yeah, absolutely. So the prep is really going to be that beginner course. So mm -hmm. someone who doesn't have the business started, who wants to start a virtual assistant business, that's what this course is going to give you. It's going to give you all those foundational things that you need from how to set up your business as far as legally, because like I said, mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier, like you are actually setting up a business. Um, it's not like a, you know, a company that you're buying into, like you are setting up the business. So there's some things that you have to do within your state where you live. What's the regulations? What do I need to do? Um, like opening up a business bank account and all that stuff. So it walks you through that foundation, that foundational things that you need. Um, and I, I'm like you too. I don't like to feel overwhelmed. So that's, I kept that in mind when I was creating this program and made it where there was a step that you had to take. And in order to not, you know, I mean, you can move on if you want to, but it builds upon each other. So you start one step, you go through that, you get all those things, you check it off and then you move on to the next step. And then by the end of the program, um, and it is self-study. So you can, like you said, go through it on your own pace. Some people will take you know, a week to do each step. Some people will go faster through it, um, but you can have your business set up. And by the end of that course, you're ready to be able to launch your, your business into the world and start networking and working with clients. It's going to give you all that foundation that you need to hit the ground running. And like you mentioned too, it's going to condense that time for you so that you um, can launch your business fast if you want to, but also too, just so that you know that the information that's in front of you is what you need. A lot of times we'll find information out there and it's like, I didn't need this. Mm -hmm. And I spent all this time researching it. <laughs> um, this is exactly what I did to launch my business. And all the stuff that I put into my programs and courses are from my experience. So I'm sharing that from that expertise of doing this. I've been doing this for almost coming up on three years now. Mm -hmm. So it's going to give you that launching pad that you need to get ready and set and launch your business into the world. So it's super cost effective too. I wanted to make it so that if people wanted to get started, they could, they didn't have to take out a small loan or mm -hmm. you probably don't even have to ask your husband <laughs> to purchase <laughs> this. Um, but yeah, I wanted to make it so that if this is something that you're interested in, that you can get started. It's a workbook style course, but we also have video trainings in there and templates and scripts in there that you can use to really just feel like once you're done with this course that you feel confident in starting to network and grow this business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you, you mentioned that like, this is everything that you have done personally. And so I think that in order to learn from someone or the best people to learn from are the people that have done it. So you literally started this business with not even knowing how or what to do as a virtual assistant. And you learned as you went, and then you were able to create a course around everything that you had done. And I'm sure there were some steps along the way that you were like, oh no, that didn't work. 
this worked, that didn't work. So like you literally have done it. You, you've walked the walk. And so now you've condensed everything, put it into a course. And so it just makes it super easy for people to be able to walk through, give them tangible tips on how to start a business from the ground up. And mm -hmm. so I think that is really awesome. And I know that my listeners will definitely want to check that out. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes for you guys uh, listening that if you're interested in starting a freelancing business or interested in being a virtual assistant, do your research, go online, check it out. But literally Aubrey has laid it all out on the line for you, told you what freelancing is, why it's a good option. And if you are looking to create another stream of income, if you're looking to, I mean, heck, eventually be able to possibly replace your nursing salary. I think that this is just a great option for moms, for nurses, for anyone that just wants that freedom of time, freedom of flexibility to be able to work kind of around your kiddo schedule or whatever that looks like for you. So thank you so much for your time today, Aubrey. I really appreciate you sharing all of your wisdom with us. I think that it would be super helpful for my listeners and like I said, I just think this is a great option. So thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, I love chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.